Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Sweep, Southwest's exciting, energetic people. NAFAC Southwest's very own podcast coming at you from the beautiful San Diego, California. And we're here talking about what the command is all about. We'll hear stories from various people talking about their experiences around the command, along with entertaining, informative topics. NAFAC Southwest stands for Naval Facilities Engineering Command Southwest, and we plan, build, and maintain sustainable facilities, delivering environmental utilities and other critical base services. I'm Lynn Pence, your host, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. So I'm here with Martin Ruan, and, um, you know, we're here still in Ventura County and just really excited to speak to him. How are you doing, Martin? I'm doing great, thank you. Good, good. Glad that you can be with us here today. So l- let's just get right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay. I've been here with Naval Base Ventura County for about 21 years now. Nice. Wow. Um, <laughs> I really love it here. I'm probably be spending up to my 30 years here till I can retire because I basically <laughs> think I have a dream job and <laughs> and all my friends on Facebook are like you've got a, the best job in the world oh so, my gosh that's great and and I try not to take it for granted I, I think I do have a great job and I, I remind myself of that regularly good. just you know that I, I do have you know very a great job I'm very fortunate good what do you do here um well I'm the natural resource manager okay. um for Naval Base Ventura County um I'm an ecologist uh for the most part, I kind of am the, the wildlife manager for, uh, I kind of run the endangered species program for Naval oh, Base wow. Ventura County. Right. So all the critters, uh, you know, I'm the guy, <laughs> I'm the guy they call when there's a sea lion in the road. Or, oh, wow. Or if there's a gull with a broken wing or, you know, they find bird nests in buildings that they want to demolish or just basically any type of wildlife issue. Um, right. But a, a majority of it is really focusing on endangered species and okay. um, managing that for MDVC. So um, basically keeping us in compliance with Good. Endangered Species Act, Marine Mammal Protection Act, uh, Migratory Bird Treaty Act. So basically... So many, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so when the Navy wants to do any sort of training or operations or any sort of project... Basically, you know, we look at the potential impacts to endangered species or migratory birds or marine mammals, and then I kind of walk through whatever red tape or whatever consultations <laughs> or paperwork's required to, right. to protect us. So that way, you know, the skipper is covered, um, that, you know, legally that we're not doing anything we're not supposed to. So um, basically, just, you know, try and support the mission and uh, just so everything runs smoothly and we're, you know, following all, all these regulations. Right. Okay. So what is your background actually in this? Um, Very interesting sounding, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I got my undergraduate degree in wildlife management up at Humboldt, okay. Humboldt State University. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to graduate school in uh, Arkansas. Okay. Um, so I got my, my master's in biology there. Uh, oh. Between... Humboldt in Arkansas. I worked for the California Condor Program for a couple of years. Oh, wow. So I was chasing condors in Southern California. Yeah. Working with them, which was amazing. Um, after graduate school, I was working out in the Everglades for a while, doing um, airboat air surveys and small aircraft surveys for storks and herons and egrets out there. So right. that was really fun, working out there in the Everglades. Um, and then I came back to Southern California, mm-hmm. and I was <laughs> doing some environmental consultant work, which basically when you know, for construction projects or something, they have to have a biologist on site to monitor. Um, So I was doing that, but I wasn't very happy who I was with. The company didn't really have that much interesting work. Okay. And one of my friends was working at Naval Base Ventura County, and he was (laughs) one of my old Condor buddies. Yeah. Um, And he was doing the endangered species monitoring out here as a contractor. 
uh, doing least turns and snowy plovers, a couple of our endangered beach nesting birds here. Interesting. And okay. he and he was leaving, and he knew I was kind of unhappy with what I was doing. So he said, "Hey, you know, there'll be a position. My position's opening up." Um, <laughs> wow. So I said, "Okay, well, that sounds like a great opportunity." I didn't know much about Point Magoo or right. you know, working for the military, so. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I thought it must be better than what I'm doing now. I wasn't too happy. <laughs> and uh, so I started working as a contractor. Okay. Um, it was uh, year-round, but doing supporting the Navy, doing all the on-the-ground field work, doing endangered species work. And, okay. And I loved it. It was an amazing spot, Point Magoo. It's this beautiful coastal estuary with wow. you know, thousands of birds and wildlife, and it's just this little jewel that's kind of hidden away that – that at least I wasn't aware of it, but mm-hmm, right. you know now in the in Ventura County, a lot of people now that I'm moved out here after I got the job out here, okay, everyone's very aware of like this. You know, we do Audubon tours, and they just love to come out here and see all the birds, <laughs> and so the community is well aware that we've got this amazing resource out here. Wow, um, I, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get over to Magoo if you haven't mm-hmm. been there yet. Right. Um, um, but yeah, so Naval Base Ventura County, we've got Point Magoo, yeah. uh, Port Wainimi, which is mostly developed, um, okay. and then San Nicolas Island, which is another amazing place with resources out there, and you know, thousands upon thousands of marine mammals, and wow. island foxes, and island night lizards, and all sorts of um, interesting flora and fauna out there. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I was as a contractor here, and there was a federal position as an actual natural resource manager nice. that, I, that I worked for, and he ended up leaving... Um, after about a year and a half, I was working as a contractor, so I was able to slide into his federal position. Great. And that was about, about 20 years ago now, so um, and it's been great ever since. Wow, that's really interesting. You've come a long way, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've been here many years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are some of the interesting projects that you've worked on, I guess, recently or maybe in the past? Well, you know, the one thing I love about being an ecologist or, or the natural resource manager, the critter guys, right. you know, like a lot of biologists might just be, oh, I work with grizzly bears or I work right. with condors or whatever. Um, but I basically do all the critters. So from like snakes to bobcats to turtles to, oh, in, wow. to insects to, um, you know, just the whole gamut of different critters um, okay. that I'm kind of responsible for managing and, um, you know, making sure we're aware of all the sensitive uh, critters out there. So, you know, basically it's a great variety. So, okay. you know, you're dealing with fish and everything, you know, all sorts of different <laughs> families of animals, and then you throw the military mission on top of it. Okay, uh, they need right. To train, they need to launch missiles or, you know, have incoming, you know, ordnance. So, so you throw the military mission on there too and all these different projects that come in and it just – so there's a lot of variety. It's not like right. like when I work for the condor program, it's just, oh, you just track condors, and that's what you do. But this right. is just, there's always a new challenge. There's, um, you know, some new activity, or, or for instance, you asked about past projects. Like, for instance, we started seeing an influx of bobcats on base that we'd never seen before. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we had a bunch of fires in the nearby mountains that maybe pushed them down. So we started trapping bobcats, putting radio transmitters to track them to understand their movements and how many we had and their relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, over in San Nicolas Island, we were putting out acoustic recorders, which we had never done before. And Mm -hmm. we found this nocturnal seabird that's very secretive that we didn't even know we had out there. So we're we're starting to build a program with them doing transmitters, tracking them to see where they're nesting and trying to get new information on them. Um, But yeah, so it's, um, you know, we've got you know, the sensitive endangered pond turtle on base that we're okay. you know, working with as well, trying to understand where, you know, like we have an 
kind of an aging population and we're not having a lot of recruitment of young turtles. So we're kind mm-hmm. of trying to figure out where they're nesting or why they're, <laughs> or why they're failing, you know, why, why we don't see young turtles. So we're trying to, you know, find out where they're nesting and put transmitters and track them. Um, but yeah, so there's just a lot of different stuff going on. Um, and for, and w- the one thing that's really great about the, the military too, or the Navy in particular, uh, probably the other branches as well is mm-hmm. that there's a great funding source. Okay. Um, I mean, we get a pretty good budget because I think just the Navy wants to make sure, you know, they put their best foot forward so that way they <laughs> don't have any delays and projects and things can go seamlessly or at least, right. you know, that, you know, they'll put that, those finances forward. So, you know, we have a lot of funds to do a lot of great stuff, uh, habitat restoration and all these different projects I was talking about. Okay. You know, whereas if it was, if this was, well, what I used to say when I'd have groups coming out, like Audubon, what have you, is that, you know, if they turned Point Magoo, Magoo Lagoon into uh, National Wildlife Refuge. Okay. It'd probably be, you know, one biologist with a shovel and a tiny budget, <laughs> you know, just because they're struggling financially. But with us, I mean, for our base, I think typically we might get $2 million to do natural resource management, like mm-hmm. to support uh, myself and some of the other, you know, biologists that we have, Navy biologists on base. Okay. Um, and plus all the money to do, you know, endangered species monitoring. So, so we've got a, a nice budget to work with to support the mission and to make, you know, really protect and do good stuff and monitor our resources and kind of manage the mission and those resources. So they, uh, so the military, military can train and do what they need to do, but we're also, you know, protecting those sensitive resources that we have. Oh, for sure. Is there any like recent project that you have done that you could tell us about? Um, well, let's say, let's just say this week in particular, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got some big hangars coming in. We've got the Coast Guard are building, uh, they're kind of moving their operations to Magoo, as okay. well as uh, MQ-25, which was a, is a large kind of drone program. And basically we're trying, they, but they're kind of going into our old golf course. Okay. Is where they're developing these um, these hangars. But but right next to that, we have our, our pond turtles, which are sensitive pond turtles. And occasionally they go in there to either nest or... Um, or the adults would go in there and to kind of hibernate in that area. Okay. So in order to protect them, we didn't want as through as they develop these hangars and go out there with earth moving equipment or pave over these areas for there to be any turtle nests underneath or turtles that are wintering um, doing that. So we put in a protection to put a turtle fence around the whole construction area. Oh, interesting. Right, right now. <laughs> so basically all the turtles should be in the water and there's, they're not nesting yet. So now's the time where the, the golf course is empty. Okay. Um, so that way we can set up this fence. So that way we won't, by the time they get to that part where they're bringing in heavy equipment or right. paving over, you know, we know we won't have any turtles out in that area. Oh, um, the turtles. Yeah, gotta save the turtles. <laughs> gotta save the turtles. Great deal. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your experiences working specifically at NAFAC? Just some of the benefits or just, you know, the leadership, um, your, you know, I mean, your role specifically or in personally? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of great resources down in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're kind of a little bit isolated up here, a little further, you know, down in San Diego is where mm-hmm. a lot of the hub of, wherever, you know, our support structure is and a lot of more, you know, more bases down there. So we're kind of, you know, a, a bit isolated up here, but we still get great support from all the folks down there. So, you know, they help us out for all the contracting or any other questions and mm-hmm. management stuff. So right. uh, we do work closely with them, um, although we're, you know, a little separated in distance, but um, compared to some of the other folks. But, um, but yeah, so we got a lot of great support from them and, and also, too, you know, that 
working through them to, you know, get our funding and mm-hmm. you know, getting projects in place. And so, um, yeah, it's a great, everyone down there is great uh, to work with and super supportive of everything we're doing. And, um, you know, we get a lot of support from the community out here of, of you know, how we're managing our resources. And yeah, like I said, that's kind of why I think I have a dream job here. And, <laughs> and, and I think we're, we're fortunate too here at Naval Base Ventura County too, that our mission is very compatible with okay. our resources. So we don't do a great. lot of ground training, for instance. We're not uh, driving tanks down the beach, you know, during the nesting season or doing some sort of troop movements. So it's um, basic, you know, we're doing weapons testing, you know, some disturbance from, you know, launching targets or missiles or right. what or air operations. But basically, um, the resources here can kind of thrive and there's not too much conflict that, that makes it easier for me where other managers might have a harder time balancing the mission of, you know, how... How do we allow them to drive a tank down the beach, but also allow the birds nest on the beach? So we're fortunate that we don't have to do that here. So that's why, okay. you know, I, I, I feel lucky to be here and it makes the job a little easier just because of that compatibility between our, our mission, our main missions here and our, our resources. Good. Um, what are the benefits here at working in uh, NAFAC Ventura specifically? Um, well, I'm, for you, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the beach every day, walking around oh, the beach. Wow. I mean, it's it's a beautiful spot. Um, right. uh, you know, I've I've got great colleagues that I work with um, through Good. the environmental division and my you know supervisors in our our office and public works, um, all uh, um, folks in public works. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a great, just the public works out here is a great bunch of people and they're very supportive of what we're doing and, and everyone knows the importance of, you know, that we're, we're supporting the mission and, um, you know, good environmental stewards. So, um, you know, we don't get a lot of pushback or, you know, that, you know, why are we protecting these birds? You know, we need to, we're the military, we should, we should be able to do whatever we want. I mean, there's none of that. Everyone's very... They know that we're here to, you know, to support the Navy. And, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so it's a, it's a great, you know, everyone on base is, you know, very easy to work with and supportive. And, you know, like I said, it's an amazing spot um, that, you know, people that are lucky enough to come out, you know, we do, like <laughs> I said, we have a lot of, you know, Audubon and various bird groups. We have schools that come out and, you know, we'll give little ecological tours or. Oh, know, wow, the, that's lovely. Yeah, from, <laughs> from grade school all the way up to university. They have mm-hmm. classes out here. We allow researchers to come out here and do research, you know, like there's a lot of, you know, folks from UCLA that used to come out and do okay. research out in the marsh, you know, graduate students or mass, you know. Uh, doctorate students or UC Santa Barbara. So we're kind of open to that because it's it's great too because they, they're able to collect research and we get information as well. On Is it, yeah, right. So it's kind of a win-win thing. Good, good. Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's great here and that's kind of why I've been here for 20 years. And, you know, <laughs> onward. Yeah, and onward. But, you know, honestly, what I'm trying to do, which I'm not sure if it'll work out in the next 10 years before I retire, but right. the one thing that's good about NAFAC, too, is that they have these other, you know, other bases even in Europe that you can go do some kind of, you know, some temporary assignments. So I'm trying to get, like, you know, Spain for two, you know, you can go oh, work in right. Spain yeah. for two years or out in you Italy or, yeah. or, you know, in the past, I know there was a lot of short-term work in Guam for like six months to go work out there with some of the natural resources out there. So I'd love to take advantage of that. Now my kids are old enough to mm-hmm. where I'm like, hey, now I'm I'm going to go to Guam for six months. <laughs> I'm going to Italy. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. <laughs> so I'm hoping in the next 10 years, maybe I can slide into some, you know, take advantage of NAFAC and, you know, 
having some overseas and get some overseas detail would be great. Um, okay. If I can, if I can get that. Yeah, I know that's opportunities that people can have working at NAFAC, you know, whether it's, you know, being an ecologist, natural resources, or just human resources, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think there's fewer jobs doing what I'm doing as natural resource related overseas, so, you know, because usually I think they're, they're local folks for the for that the country are doing a lot of that stuff. I see. So there's not as much, uh, you know, I might be doing something kind of like what I'm doing, but not as maybe as interesting to me. You know, I might be <laughs> doing like, you know, environmental management services or NEPA or, you know, some right. sort of other, but, but, you know, but it would be more about the experience of, you know, well, living in Italy for a year right. or whatever. So, oh, you know, I even like if it, even if it, the job may not be as, you know, interesting as what I, what you I have do, here, what I have here, which, <laughs> Um, and I think the great, probably the best thing about my job too is that that I am able to get a lot of field work in. So right, I'm right. not I'm I'm out in the field a lot. I'm not just you know typically I would think at this level you're everyone else is doing the fun work and you're inside doing budgets and reports and paperwork paperwork <laughs> and you're like I didn't why did I go to school for this when I you know I want to be outdoors doing yeah. you know catching snakes or doing whatever <laughs> but so I may luckily I mean I, I do have a lot of office stuff and you know support type stuff paperwork right. to do but but I do get a, enough field work that I think I'm, I'm fortunate in that That's way amazing. that that you know if I slid into a different position somewhere else or you know probably you know it probably wouldn't get as much field work and so I, I feel very lucky for that and you know and it's obviously it's nice and healthy to be out there kind of getting exercise and in a beautiful and, yes. area right 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 <laughs> you know I'll, like tomorrow I'll be hiking out on San Nicolas Island um, pro, um going to a remote part of the island to set up some cameras for some nesting seabirds that we interesting. have interesting so I have to get in there before the birds nest because I don't want to disturb them because basically if you go down there and they're sitting on eggs, okay. the birds will fly away, then all the, the gulls will come in and eat all the eggs. Grab them. So mm. Yeah, so I got to get in there right before they're nesting, when they, they have nests, so I know where to point the cameras, and then we'll pick them up about six months later when they're done. So, How big is your team um, when you, you kind of go out to this Well, project? it'll just be me tomorrow. Okay, I'll just be you. Solo <laughs> out there. So if you don't see me again, uh, <laughs> Good luck. send out a search party. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's... Um, yeah, like so, like I said, so tomorrow I'll just be hiking out on Santa Claus Island. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be, it's beautiful out there, and you know, setting up these cameras, and you know, it's, and and also we're going to support a, a site visit because they want to set up some uh, for an operation out in one of these sensitive areas where we have seabirds okay. nesting. So you know, I'm kind of you know monitoring, going out with them to say, okay, where do you want to put your equipment because we've got seabirds that nest in this area and they want to come back in about a month when we might have nesting birds so okay trying deconflict saying okay well you know we'll have to walk this way to avoid these birds or you're going to have to shift your hopefully if it still meets their mission requirements they're going to move their equipment you know around this little ridge or around this <laughs> something to be out of view from Very these birds interesting. or wow. to try and find ways to you know to reduce their impacts you know so that way they can um, set their equipment up and, you know, be able to do whatever testing they're doing, but as well as, you know, watch out for those resources that are, might be impacted. So, so that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Wow. Um, you know, along those lines, actually, you know, what is your typical day to day like? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that it's you're just, going out into right. the field and yeah, <laughs> inspecting turtle fences, uh, right, uh, hiking, right. setting up cameras in remote areas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously there's a lot of you know, budget, like right now we're kind of getting all our contracts in place. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's, uh, 
like I said, we've got some invasive species that we do a lot of monitoring for. Um, like we have some some snail, uh, invasive snail that just showed up. So we're trying to, you know, collect more information on that. So I'm out doing a lot of snail surveys. Wow. Um, you know, I realize now that the best time to do it is when it's dumping rain. Yeah. Uh, I went oh, out they there. started coming. <laughs> yeah. So I was out there in the dumping rain going, what am I doing out here? But it, but, the, but it was a lot more effective. I was finding snails in areas where I didn't know we had. So, wow. uh, so now I just got to hope it rains more. And anytime it's raining, I got to race out to Magoo and right. put on my snail and boots and go out there. <laughs> I love and it. Get out there. Um, but yeah, so it's like I said, it's a lot of variety. So it, every day to day is kind of different. It's you know, different, right? Different stuff. We, you know, we've got endangered plants. We've got, you know, endangered birds, endangered fish. You know, so wow. we've got, you know, a lot of sensitive species. So it's it's a little bit of everything. So would you say I know uh, we actually spoke to Rob down in San Diego, and he's also a, um, what he's called himself a terrestrial biologist, um, and he was down there, and he was kind of telling us what he found was interesting. In, that he never really knew was that military bases have very interesting wildlife. Could you agree? Would you say that? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh -huh. I, you know, there, I know there was early when I kind of joined the um, Department of Defense. There, right. I've right. seen like there, it was, uh, it was a slide of, of looking at the amount of land. It was a figure that it, you see it a lot when you go to presentations, military, mm -hmm. you know, natural resource, you know, conferences. And it shows like the amount of land that, these different agencies own and the amount of endangered species on them. And, you know, it has like Bureau of Land Management, you know, owns this many, you know, loads of acres and the you know, very, very few sensitive species. And even Fish and Wildlife Service has, or the uh, Forest Service, all these, the amount of acreage they own and the okay. amount of, of diversity on those. But, and it shows the military that owns like a very little amount of land compared to these other agencies. Um, but yet they're the diversity and of, of, you know, endangered species and everything else on that. It was skyrocketed over all these other, you know, like Fish and Wildlife Service, all these other agencies. So for the small amount of land, you know, compared to these other agencies, the right. Department of Defense owns, there's just a slew of a great, so I've heard, uh, you, know, yeah. you know, diversity of, you know, so they, you know, and I think a lot of that too is, you know, potentially like, for instance, Magoo, you know, these like the Navy, for instance, you know, has these coastal sites where okay. there's just maybe a little more productive, these estuaries and, you know, coastal wetlands that maybe weren't in high demand back, you know, they just looked at them as swamps in the, you know, when they were developing. So right. the military easily picked these sites up, but they're just known to have great diversity. Okay. Um, you know, some of these salt marsh habitats and coastal lagoons and estuaries. So, so by de facto, they just kind of ended up getting these great areas. And like, for instance, over at Magoo, you know, they just kind of developed their what they needed to do. Their, you know, the put in their airfield and maybe some. It's it just a lot of the development was reduced around those areas, like for right. the airfield, because they have to keep it clear. You know, for you know safety reasons, or right, if they put yeah. ordnance and bunkers, and you know, they just they can't put more buildings around it. So they left all these, um, you know, beautiful coastal wetlands intact because they couldn't even develop if they wanted to for safety reasons. Okay. So next thing they know, you know, twenty years down the road, they, you know, they've. You know, there's been like a 90% loss of coastal wetlands in California. Oh, interesting. And, wow. But the Navy, for instance, they just didn't develop their wetlands just because they, you know, had to leave those spaces open for safety and different clearances and kind of ended up with all this great habitat remaining okay. where everywhere else was filled and condos are sitting on them now. So yeah. <laughs> so now they're, they're kind of, they're like, oh, I guess we're holding the cards for all the coastal wetlands. So, I mean, it's... 
I mean, we've got at Magoo, it's we have the largest coastal wetland in Southern California. Okay, wow, it's about, about twenty two hundred acres um, coastal wetlands, and it's about half the base. The base is around forty five hundred acres. So, oh wow, um, okay. So about half the base is uh, you know designated as is wetland. So it's a like I said, it's an amazing spot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, compared to when you worked out in the private sector and then now here at NAFAC in the past, you know, in the past years, do you see benefits here working at NAFAC um, for what you do personally? Um, yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, just, well, when working for the government mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, you know, the benefits you get from everything, you know, just being, you know, the paid, you know, the from healthcare to, mm-hmm. to um you know, vacation and everything and just over time. And it's, and just the, um, you know, the stability of it. I mean, obviously every year it's all continuing resolution. Mm -hmm. Will the budget pass? Will we go, Mm -hmm. you know, have to go home for, but I mean, (laughs) in reality, it's, it's a very secure job. Right. Right. You know, and uh, which it's great to have that security, you know, just knowing that it's, um, you know, the funding's always going to be there. Um, You know, if the, if, you know, things have gotten tight over the years here and there, but usually it's kind of not necessarily funding my position, but mm-hmm. maybe some of the funds that go to do habitat restoration or some of our other okay. projects. So, um, you know, usually that's, you know, we might have little trimmer years where we just don't, can't and do as said. much other stuff, but, you know, our staff um, that we have, you know, we're well supported and financially, you know, I feel secure that I'm not, um, you know, whereas outside in the private sector, you never know when, you know, that's you true. might just mm-hmm. get you know, it let go. So, um, okay. So yeah, no, you like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that security. Yeah. And, uh, um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, go in graduate school and, you know, undergraduate. Yeah. I didn't really think about working for the military, you know, right. I didn't really think that is, Oh yeah, that's the great, you know, natural resource management direction didn't think to go that, yeah, to right? for the military. <laughs> um, but the more I learned about it later, you know, once I got working for the military and gone to these military wildlife conferences, the National Fish and Wildlife, or NIMFWA, National Military Fish and Wildlife Association. Nice. And you kind of meet with these other natural resource managers, you know, in Guantanamo Bay, the guy that works out there, you know, wow. managing some of the resources out there and Guam and, you know, from the Pacific and, and kind of see all these other um, natural resource managers that are kind of, you know, doing work with other rare species and all oh, other, that's perfect. And, all the yeah. gr- and all the other great stuff that's, you know, the Department of Defense is doing in other areas of the world, throughout right. the world, really. Um, so it's, I'm, I, I get a lot of students or, you know, a lot of folks that go, oh, my daughter's graduating. <laughs> Would you mind talking to her, telling her about, <laughs> you know, you know, what jobs she might have available or options and stuff? So, you know, I, I always find myself um, telling them really more about, hey, you got to think about the military. It's yeah. pretty good. It's a pretty good gig, you know. Like, right. Um, you know, and kind of, because it is. It's, it's if you can get, get in there, I mean, it's like I said, they've got um, a lot of great resources, um, as we talked about earlier, in their land, and they've got a good budget. I mean, they put a lot of money to protect those resources protect right. to make sure that, you know, it's that way the mission is supported and they can, you know, there's no delays and they're able to do and train and do what they need to do. So, um, you know, they're financially supporting that to make Good. sure things. So, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I definitely something I, I let all these younger biologists that are looking for a direction to say, you know, really, um, it is yeah. an opportunity, yeah. you know, something yeah. to think about. Right. Yeah. NAFAC's a great, um, great group. And like I said before, it's been very supportive and, and, you know, once I, and not, 
I've been pretty happy here where I'm at, but um, a lot of the other NAFAC folks too have mm-hmm. taken advantage and moved around through NAFAC, getting a lot of different variety of you know positions and bouncing mm-hmm. around to different installations. So uh-huh. you know, right, I've been right. I've been here for a while, but you know, working for NAFAC, there's a lot of other opportunities and that I've seen of other folks, other biologists that have really taken advantage and moved around more and gotten different experiences or okay. different locations. Um, just I've been pretty happy here, so I've been kind of good, kind of sitting <laughs> tight, but. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, like I said, it's been it's been great down here. Good, all right. So you know, lastly, to close it out, you know, along those lines, as, as what you were saying, is there any last words you kind of want to share with our audience? You know, who'd be listening? <laughs> last words. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I. That's a good one. I haven't thought of that. Um, other than just um, just kind of reiter- reiterating that yeah. um, that you know the. Typically, the the folks don't really see, you know, the Department of Defense as such good stewards of, you know, that of their resources. But in fact, you know, they it's I'm really impressed the more I learn about what Department of Defense is doing to protect those resources. And and NAFAC is a big part of that, too, supporting that effort. So, um, yeah, just uh, if you can try and get into some of these, I guess maybe my last words would be try and get onto some of these bases, try and look for opportunities to get. Um, tours to go look at these amazing resources and kind of meet the managers and folks that you know support the mission and support the resources and you know because there are some opportunities to visit some installations and kind of get get behind the scenes Um, so yeah if that opportunity presents itself or you know spend some time seeing if you can figure out a way to do it Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow, Martin. That was really interesting. I love talking to environmental just because I myself never knew that this was a thing for uh-huh. NAFAC. So when I hear and talk to environmental um, or, you know, natural resources managers, I just like, wow, I'm amazed and like the projects that you guys are working on. So thank you for, you know, sharing your time with oh, me you're today. You're welcome. <laughs> pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Sweep. If you want to know more about NAFAC Southwest, check out our website at nafac.navy.mil forward slash swcareers. We have a lot of exciting new opportunities to join the team and learn about all the great things we do to help our facilities. Join us again soon for another episode, and we'll see you on the next one.